Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. We've had an episode in our podcast where I've done an interview with a new friend of mine from Lexington, Kentucky, a war veteran from Afghanistan and Iraq, where he has had post-traumatic stress disorder, and even more technical, a traumatic brain injury. And his testimony and what he's endured and gone through is just absolutely terrible and awesome. Light shines the best in darkness, and light will shine the best even in the midst of your sometimes darkest times. Now, hey, folks, I'm not saying to anybody, go out there and expect to have a dark time. That's not it at all. We want you to know, though, that the glory of God will show up in your life in real tangible, and practical ways, because God loves you that much. So in this part two, it is the moment of the miracle. Did you hear that? There is what I call defining moments. We're going to now look at a part two with Jonathan Stidham on the moment of the miracle. And so let's get, let me give you a theme verse. It comes from Revelation chapter 19. Some of you know where we're going. Revelations 19 verse 10. Then I fell at the feet to worship him. But he said to me, do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. So this is an interaction about not to worship angels, but worship Jesus only. Then here is the famous statement. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When we testify of what God has done or is doing in our lives, there is the power of multiplication, and as we retell it, that can get created and multiplied into the lives of others. So, Father, thank you for this time together today, and we're asking that there will now be moments of miracles for others in Jesus' name. So let's pick up where we left off. And so you had this 
um, ID blow up, and there was uh, concussion waves, uh, that sound waves, concussion thrust of something like a 2,000-pound bomb that went off, and there were shrapnel that went off on all of this, and you went through intense things, and you didn't know if you wanted to live or not, and you wanted to maybe like give up on your marriage. You went to like on the top places for help at the Walter Reed uh, Recovery uh, Center there in the Washington, D.C. and Maryland in the area there. And God met you along the way while you also were adding works, doing as much as you could. You went, you know, to um, the diagnosis. You would not take, though, the doctor's man's diagnosis as the final word. Folks, that is so important. You, It is a truth, but it's not the final truth. It is an arena of like, yes, this is, we're not teaching you denial. We are teaching you to deny the finality of the diagnosis. So then Jonathan went through a lot of things. He ends up then Uh, getting a measure of healing along the way. He's being used then in signs and wonders in ministry. It's pretty crazy, folks. People getting healed out of wheelchairs, things like that. He gets through with this, and he is having migraines, off-the-chain migraines, folks. And he goes back after the meeting where these miracles are happening, And he's like, in God's face, which I really recommend you to get in God's face, and the Holy Spirit gives him a word and asks him a question. If I never heal you, will you still serve me? Jonathan, pick it up right there. Absolutely. You know what's interesting about what God told me then is that's not – what the the beginning of the word was a couple of years ago you know the beginning was hope it was i'm going to cause you to yep. do everything that they said you couldn't do and then while i'm in the process cuz what i'm learning about god is that god enjoys the journey he is a god of journey he is a god of journey and so i'm in the process and i'm in my room and, and that guy from africa just gets radically healed he's paralyzed now he's running and he's going back to africa and i'm in there and i've come to this moment where um, i'm i'm frustrated i'm legitimately frustrated at this point and i'm saying god you know you're healing everybody else you're touching everybody else i'm still having nightmares i'm still having really bad problems with ptsd and frustration and uh you know all you know you're just for everybody who thinks that preachers are perfect um i wasn't and so i'm still just walking very much through this journey very much in love with god very much still damaged and um i told god I, i was i was really frustrated james i was really frustrated and then he he speaks this to me, which I could not have handled at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in a place where um, because of the equity I have in the word, mm-hmm. right? because of the equity I have in the journey, God knows that I'm at a place in my life where it's no longer about the miracle. It's about him because he is the miracle. He's the miracle. And so he grasped the depth of my heart because he wants to solidify my relationship above the miracle. 
And and that's, oh gosh, I love that about God. He wants to solidify my relationship above the miracle. But I'm going. That's not a denial of the miracle. It's not. It's just that the greater miracle is relationship. Is relationship, what can never be taken away from you, right? I didn't realize at the moment God didn't say He wasn't going to heal me. Yeah, I know, I got it. Yeah, He's but, like, yeah. If, what if I don't? You know, will you still love me and serve me and, and and be my friend? And still, if I tell you to go lay hands on this person, mm-hmm. go lay his hands. I prophesy. So I, I'm in that moment. So He asked you a question. This is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. God knows the answer. Yes, He does. <laughs> he doesn't need our information. But what I've learned is this: every question that God asks is an invitation Mm -mm -mm. to greater intimacy. Did you hear me? That's beautiful. Every question that God asks, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. Every question that God asks in the Bible and in contemporary life is an invitation to intimacy. It began with Adam and Eve, and he says, where are you? Are you kidding me? It's like as though God got blind all of a sudden, and he couldn't. He didn't know where they were. No, God knew, That's right. but when God spoke the question the first time, it was an invitation to come from out of the leaves. Mm-hmm. They were hiding behind fear, shame, whatever. And when God spoke to you, it wasn't God saying, I'm not going to heal you. But it was an invitation into deeper obedience and relationship. If I never heal you, will you still heal me? Question. And then what did you do? Um, well, I begin to weep uncontrollably. You know, the, the, I'm the ugly weeping, you know, with the snots coming out, and you're not, you know what I mean? Like, the, it was the ugly weeping. Dude, we are a long walk. <laughs> and, and so, uh, the, but the posture of my heart said yes. Mm-hmm. It's a yes, God. And, you know, here's here's the reality. So God, what I'm learning about God is that he poses these questions, and it either thrusts you into his divine purpose and will, or your resistance to it pulls you back. So it wasn't that God would have never. It's that God wanted me to own the miracle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to say that. Because many of you are not doing the purpose and call and the destiny because you're not healed. But if you would own your journey, own your life, own your destiny, the miracle happens in the ownership of who God's created you to be in the bigger picture. And so he wanted me to take ownership of this thing. And so I'm back. I'm having this experience. Where I go home. And I tell my wife I'm a I'm a I'm a mess. And I because of my conviction to belong to a local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I was traveling, I had a home church that I would worship with in my with my family. Hey, and Jonathan, this yeah. is another one of the things. Dude, I was like, I know we're different generations, but we are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Okay, we have some similar DNA because, as I've said for years. I am a local churchman, and I always will be. Mm-hmm. So, buddy, I love what you're saying. Absolutely. So I'm there with my family, and um, I, I'm just worshiping. I mean, I'm just – I. It, it is no longer on my radar to say, God, deliver me from PTSD. God, take these headaches wow. away. God, take this. It's not even in my heart anymore. So the beginning of the journey was this process to a miracle, and now my heart has been shifted that I don't even care if I get healed anymore. All I want to do is love Jesus. Wow. 
and I'm worshiping, and this man I've, I've never even met before. I didn't even see him after it all took place, but I'm worshiping, and he comes behind me, and he puts his hand on the crown of my head, and the fire of God goes through. Now, I'm getting shots in my back. Yeah. I'm on 16 medications. I, you know, I mean, just this, uh, you know, I'm on pain medication. I'm, you know, you name it. It was a peripheral of you know, smajtaj, you know, stuff. And and so he puts his hand on the crown of my head and the fire of God shoots from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Now, I don't believe everybody has to have the same manifestation mm-hmm. of experience. So I don't want you to get wrapped on the manifestation. I'm just telling you my unique God story. So it shoots through me and I know, mm-hmm. like my knowing knows that yep. I know everything mm-hmm. All the it's like the woman with the issue of blood. She didn't have to go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. She, the Bible says, and she knew she was healed. That's right. And it just, I just felt like my spine straighten up. I like, I just felt something shift in my head. I, it's like the chemistry of my body had shifted, and I knew I was healed. And she knew she was healed. And she knew she was healed. That's and right. I knew at that moment. And since that time, I've never had a headache like that. Wow. I went to the doctor. I'm no, on no medication. I. I don't have nightmares anymore. And so it launched me even to a deeper journey of saying, okay, Jesus, you're the answer to PTSD. Wow. You are the answer. All these doctors, they, they put you on medications, they say, and they can't figure out how do we deal with this epidemic of post-traumatic stress disorder? Well, we have to get to the cross. Jesus is the answer. And so it launches me on this journey, James, of saying, you know what? I've got to get to all of my friends because I found the answer. It's yeah. not Budweiser. <laughs> it's Jesus. Like, it, yeah, like no. I've got the answer. That's and real. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it's not that I didn't believe that God could do it, but there's just a different element to there your is. faith when he does it. That's right. It's there like is. you can save when you've not encountered God in a measure that God will do it. But then when you encounter him in yeah. that measure, mm-hmm. like it, 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 it's just a different – because you're speaking now from experience. That's right. And so the conviction that comes with your experience changes lives. That's right. And and so, so now – So wait. Let's yeah, go yeah. back. So this man who you never met before. Never met him. And did you ever see him again? I never even looked. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Wait, boy. Okay. Uh-huh. So you never met this man before. He lays hands on the crown of your head. Fire goes down you. You feel like there's almost like an alignment that's happening. And are you telling me you never saw that man again? No, and the only reason I knew he was a man was because I asked when I got up because uh-huh. I went boom, I was gone. Oh, you were all oh, really? And I fell face, and I just you know, and I asked. I was said, the person standing in front of you or behind? He you? was behind. He came up from behind me. No, yeah, so that's why you don't know. Huh? Yeah, and so Yo. I asked oh. what had happened. They said an old man came and put his hands an on old you. Man. It was an old okay. man, and he just came wow. and put his hands on you. And I'm like, well, where is he? And they're like, well, he left. And I'm like, oh. Can we go find him? Yeah, yeah. can we go find him? <laughs> Could we go find him right now? Yeah, why did you let him leave? <laughs> I wonder if that's the Ancient of Days. Amen. Wow. Like in the book of Daniel. Jesus. I kept on looking. I've read Daniel chapter 7, 8, and 9 for years. I kept looking. I kept on locking. I kept pondering. Wow. I kept on looking. I kept wow. on looking. I kept on pondering until I saw the Ancient of Days. I believe, yes, that was God the Father. But this is like the grandfather God, okay? And it's called the Ancient of Days. And so in a here and now setting. That's why I gave us the scripture about the 
prophecy, the testimony of Jesus Mm -hmm. is the spirit of prophecy. And so that's Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But so is God the Father, folks, because Jesus is an exact representation of the Father. I know this is Jonathan's testimony, but I do add some teaching quality to things. Okay, And so then I believe you encountered the Ancient of Days, Mm -hmm. But you never saw this man ever again, right? I've never seen him again. And then, then what? I didn't ended, see him then, I, and I yep. haven't seen him now. So. And then, what ended up happening again? And so, I—I I mean, honestly, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, it was like my body just shifted. I mean, I—I I can't. I don't know if I can put into words what what it felt like mm-hmm. outside of I can just use terminology. We all know, like, just everything changed. It all shifted. And so, I went. Um, I started going to doctors. Now, here here's the one thing you have to understand about the medical process. When they had retired me, they retired me on what's called temporary retirement. There's a mm-hmm. then you do that for 5 years, then they reevaluate you and then you go into permanent retirement. I got healed in those 5 years. Mm-hmm. And so and you got healed in the 5 years of Temporary, temporary retirement. So I go to my eval, and I told my wife, I said, well, huh, I'm going to go be honest, and I'm going to tell them what Jesus did. And I went into this uh, room with these medical doctors, and I said, I just want to be honest. And I told them what Jesus did, and they had already looked me up. They saw the books. They saw, and I'm like, man, because the government does really good research on people. So, um, and so that man looked at me and said, I cannot believe how honest you're being because it typically, you know, people want to um, change their truth so they get better pregnant or like numbers and retirement. And I just had made up my mind that if they take it all away, mm-hmm. like I'm healed, like I'm just going to. And so he looks at me and he goes, you know. I'm not going to take anything from you. He said, because of what you went through, your family deserves to have the benefit of what what you experienced and what you're going to receive. And so, like, this just total rest, like, God, this God so restoration. So, in other words, even though you got miraculously healed, in the temporary disability uh, section of things, they say to you, because of what you've endured, and your honesty was a big part yeah. of it. They gave you permanent, permanent disability, though you have no disability, and you actually receive ongoing full restoration of finances and complete medical benefit for your entire family. Is yes. that right? It, it, it would be as if I did 20 years in the military, and I didn't. I did five. And be, they said because of the eight years that I went through with all the yeah. medical treatments and all the and the explosion and everything, they were like, oh, we're just going to let you keep it. And I was like, sounds like Jesus to me. <laughs> so, so that's you know. another financial miracle. Absolutely. So that's what I was saying. In the seed or the DNA of a miracle, there is the power of multiplication. So God is the God of restoration and recovery, but also restitution. So 
pause. I want you to pray into for others that when the thief is caught, he has to repay seven yes. times. So, Father, I just um, speak into the lives of every single person who is in this moment right now. And I declare that the enemy has been caught and he will pay you back sevenfold. And you don't have to mask your healing. You don't have to pretend that the Lord is going to continue to bless you even in your healing. And I just lose financial uh, restitution and I lose financial uh, uh, blessings over your life for everything, for the years of of damage and suffering that you've been through, I just speak that the reward of heaven is coming into your life in Jesus' name. Okay, so Jonathan, it's just incredible. I want to shift this for a moment, folks. Mm-hmm. This is actually part two. The Each part stands alone. If you didn't hear the first part, the first episode, it is PTSD Miracle. I think it's episode 18. This is episode 19 on the moment of the miracles. Now, I want us to shift out of the testimony so you end up getting restored, recovery, and restitution. And so now, Jonathan, you're being used by God in a pretty significant way. What's some of the things that you're seeing? Because God gave you a seer gift. Mm -hmm. What's one of the things that you are seeing God do through your life today? Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. because I, I have such a passion to see people liberated and to see the love of God um, overflowing in the earth. And so um, God has – I was in worship and how this all kind of – I've always – I was raised around prophets uh, in my earlier childhoods of Christianity. Um, and in worship, I, the Lord just opened my my seer eyes. He, he literally opened my eyes. And I don't know how to explain that. It would take more time. But I began to see and I began to see the nature and government and churches. And so now as I'm traveling, God's just given me this unique um just a unique gifting to be able to deliver ahead of time what the Lord is wanting Mm -hmm. to say and what the counsel of God is deliberating in heaven. Amen. And though we are new in our relationship, I kind of like do a little research and I uh, definitely look into like uh, people's lives before I put my jumper cables. I had to learn this. And so I want you to know that this is not a boast except a boast in God. Okay? So, Jonathan, what's the Holy Spirit saying to you now? Do you have any like words or knowledge or anything that you could like release right now to those who are listening? Yeah. You know, the Lord showed me a lady named Tracy that's going to be listening to this. And I want to release to you, Tracy, that I saw – see, your trauma isn't military-related. And it may not be to firefights, but it has uh, – to bullets, but it has been to the firefight that has been connected to your parents, your upbringing, and uh, even your family. I saw emotional trauma inside of you. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, tell Tracy that I'm coming deep into her childhood, and I'm going to begin to liberate her from the signatures of trauma that have shaped who you are today outside of who I've said and called you to be. So, Tracy, I just loose the healing and freedom of God upon you right now in Jesus' name, and I decree and declare that your trauma will not uh, uh, keep you in bondage and keep you in a fear, and you will fulfill everything that God has called you to fulfill. In fact, 
Tracy, you are in real estate. You are in real estate right now. And I just say that for everything that this trauma has kept you from, God will release it in your life now and you will come into the acceleration of God in your life. That's awesome. Yeah. So I keep having the name Gilmore come to me. Mm. I don't know if that's actually a first name or a last name, but the name is Gilmore. And you have like on your head, it's like half of your brain or your head has full feelings. And there's the other part, which is the left side, and it just is has a um, like a dullness. It's almost like a numbness that's on your mind, on your head. So half of you almost like has like total feeling and thought and clarity, and then the other half might be cerebral brain issues, right left brain. But on the left side, it's like the feelings come, the feelings go. You go numb, and then it's like you're alive, but then you're not, and it's just like and it's just like vacillates, and it's the vacillation you just can't can't quite handle. But Gilmore, the Holy Spirit, like with Jonathan, the Ancient of Days, the man came, the old man, the hands of the Lord are coming on your shoulders, and the fire of God is going down you, even down your uh your cortex, your 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 spinal realm, and I just say for the cells to wake back up, and the synapses of right left brain functions will be healed, and a, a cortisone issues something there, and, and there will be a, a, a supernatural healing of chemicals in your body, and you will have fullness of right left brain function and feelings restored. For Gilmore in Jesus' name. Wow, wow, wow. I, I have two words of knowledge. One's for a lady named Donna. Donna, you have a son. Donna, you actually have anxiety, but your son has has been traumatized. And a lot of his um, uh, his decisions are based and predicated upon the trauma that he's experienced. But I see the Lord moving upon you, Donna. In fact, Donna, he is going to give you peace in your sleep, and he is healing you from this anxiety. So I release that, and I just say that God is going after your son, and he is going to liberate your son from traumas. He's going to liberate. It's almost like um, even watching you kind to to serve God and, and call out to God for your healing. He is almost, there's a, been an inner trauma against God because he's watched his mother go through mm-hmm. what you've went through. So, Father, I just release your love to just like rescue his heart right now, and that hope's coming alive in him, and he will have a God encounter, and he will serve the Lord, and the purpose and destiny of his life will come to fruition. Okay, hey, Austin, this is just wonderful to be together in the presence of Jesus. When we honor the Word of God, we are honoring God Himself. And I want to encourage you that Revelations 19.10 tells us that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And I want to remind us that in the DNA of every miracle, there is the power of multiplication. Jonathan, give us one short closing prayer, and then we'll wrap up the moment of miracles. Pray for a moment of miracles for our listeners. Yeah, so Father, I just lose the Kairos 
timing of the Lord upon them right now in Jesus name that not only is their uh, their their miracle is has already been mandated from heaven it was it was commissioned by way of the cross so we loose this upon them now in the name of Jesus and we thank you father that you've not called us to live hurt wounded or broken you paid the price and we thinking we call their bodies their minds and their souls into divine healing in Jesus name Hey, this is awesome. Just such a privilege to be able to come into your homes because we believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever tomorrow. This is James Gall with God Encounters Today podcast. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 